everybody, it's Mark Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt Underground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in and find out all the latest news. Let's go Rangers. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is Wednesday. It is March the 15th. You are now watching the longest-running Ranger program anywhere on the Internet, TV, radio, the whole bit. This is it. Going on 14 years. My name is Jim, and as always, I am joined on the other side of the window by the one and only Eddie Geik. Eddie, good evening. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Let me just tell you something right now <laughs> off the bat. Uh, my name is Ed Geik right here. Thank you for that wonderful intro. I don't know why I'm doing this voice, but I feel like I'm using my professional announcer voice or my fake announcer voice. Doing well. I'm uh, feeling good. I'm feeling ready for the show, ready to, to bring you the uh, uh, the news and all the opinions that can be held within two hours of Ranger programming. And Jim was right. We're longer running longer than Kinda's Corner at this point. We are the longest <laughs> running Ranger opinionated opinion show of its type. Now back to you, Jim. What are they? What are they? What's that? We are par excellence. We are par excellence. Yes, I'm going back to my regular voice. Yes, I am doing well. We have another viewing party in the books. Number twenty six. Was it twenty six? things. I mean, this is Jimmy Veezy numbers we're doing. 26. And uh, it was a whiz-bang affair. I can say that much. Well, the, the party may have been more exciting than the game, but that's but uh, uh, it ended well. And uh, we've got some we've got some video to show you guys. It was a uh, look, it was a great day. It was a great day. Everybody had a good time. And uh, yes, we upped our record to 18 and 8. Lifetime viewing party record, 10 games over 500. Unbelievable. We are uh, we are quite the good luck charm. We have now won uh, two in a row at McHale's. Good. Good. Which is which is good. 
they did a great job as always took good care of us the place was packed ah we had the entire top floor of McHale's people all the way from the front where you come up the steps all the way to the back of the bar i mean the top di- level, all the way dining people at the bar drinking eating rooting um and what what is this the spam of fucking nader in our fucking chat I get out of here you bum <laughs> i mean it was packed sro as i say standing room only it was and i gotta tell you mikhail's does a great job i mean bully for them bully to them or bully for them yes that's what i mean and uh an it excellent was, group of people working there. They they did a great job. Everybody loves everybody loves McHale's. Everybody loves going there. We love going there. They uh, yeah, like I said, they take good great care of us. And man, the I, I counted, I counted almost forty people, and that was a half hour before the game even started. I'm pretty sure we were we were well over fifty, which would oh be, yeah, we were like almost sixty. Yeah, it it was one of, if not our our highest attended viewing party. A lot of first timers. The Catronis were there. John Martino was there with his wife. Matt Stein was there with his wife. Those are those are friends of mine. Um, more f- closer to Joe Catroni than they are to me, but but I know them too, and it was nice of them to all show up. Uh, a lot of out of towners. A lot of out of towners. We had. We had Luke Coppola came up from Boca Raton. He was the big winner of the Adam Fox jersey. Joe Garcia was there from the Carolinas. Joe was hot. Joe was a uh, real, uh, I got to say, I, I, he's getting very frustrated with these Rangers. He was yelling and screaming. Uh, he's passionate. He's, I, we like pa- that, though. I like it. That's I what like we want. All. I just made uh, mental notes about this. Right. Uh, so, so we had, we had people there from Florida. We had people there from Ohio. We had Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, uh, I don't know, Connecticut. I don't even know where else people were coming in from. I don't know how many States we had a lot of people watch the live stream, which, uh, you know, I was like, who the hell that was suggested by one of our, one of our Patreon supporters, one of our new ones, um, Nick, I believe. He's like, could you guys live stream the viewing party? And I'm like, why? I, I didn't honestly, I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't see the value in it. But you know what? A lot of people tuned in. 300 people watch it. Yeah. Just watch us watching. Patty Duke says she watched it. She liked it. Uh, Maryland. Yes. Thank you, Jen. We had we had DC. We had Maryland. The, 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 the uh, mid-Atlantic states were covered. The Carolinas. We had it in Florida. All up and down the East Coast, Eddie. They're all coming to New York to party with us. Wow. I think it's more not the, I mean, us to see us, I guess. But to commiserate with the cast of characters we have here. To be a part of the BSU experience. Yeah. I mean, you took the place over. That game wasn't worth two shits. It was boring. Yes. Because the Euro made it that way. Suggested we live stream, so we did it. We just kind yeah. of set. I, I scheduled a, an event to go live, and we we just did it from my iPad. Nothing fancy. I had to. We had to wait out a a uh, a couple of gentlemen who were on a date. 
Yeah. And we're sitting at this I, table a little bit and annoying. I want, and I wanted this and I wanted this table because it was it was right next to where the where the microphone was that we were going to use to do intros and 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 replays or, or raffles stuff like that. And it was also where I figured would be the best spot because it was kind of the center of the center of the room sort of would be the best spot to set up my iPad so you could kind of get a, a vantage point of most of the bar and see everything. And these guys just would not leave. Finally, at like 20 to 5, like five minutes before Eddie and I wanted to go into intros and welcome everybody, they finally paid their check and went and did what, hey, whatever yeah, you do on a moves. date. But, uh, yeah, they, they were a little – I was, I mean, they were completely surrounded by Ranger fans, and they're just sitting there. Yeah, you know. like they, they, they didn't get the hint. <clears throat> it wasn't all about them. And that's right, Tom. It was a great idea. And I just want to say Tom is our only watcher on Twitch tonight. Tom, we salute you. Where is uh, we, the birthday boy? Oh, you know what? Latest. We have two watchers on Twitch, but I'm one of them. Oh, I'm going to back out of that because I think that slows me down a little bit. Gus, it's his birthday today. Uh, yes, happy birthday to Gus, but he is working. So he's probably, on, he, if he's watching, oh, yeah, that's he's right. probably he, watching on the on the YouTubes. I'm going to throw this out there before we continue. Sean McCaff, we are going to need your expertise next week on this show. I don't care if you call in. You don't have to be on video, but we're going to review some old Ranger footage. Well, I haven't told Jim this, but I want some uh, good background on this. Uh, I think it's the 1966 or 68 team. Not sure yet what team, but uh, I would love to have you on as our, what is he? He's basically the Ranger historian. I mean, he's written books. He's written he's, all this stuff. Yeah. I mean, uh, we can't pay you. Uh, <laughs> I could maybe get you a gift card to Amazon or we'll plug your books. We'll plug your books. Uh, maybe we'll get you a liquor store we'll, gift certificate or whatever you we'll, like. We'll plug the funk and wagnalls of Ranger lore. Cause I would like to have, you have much more knowledge when it comes to pre 1970s Ranger stuff, because Frankly, I was five years old, and I really never studied. I know a little bit, but I don't know a lot. I think you'd be a great asset, you know, just once once a year. You could come by and say hello. Right. You know, you know, like 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 uh, Paulie says to Rocky, you know, we, we used to be tight. Now you don't come down. Yeah, now you don't come down no more. Now you don't come down. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, you know, it's funny. I'm, I consider myself fairly knowledgeable in, when it comes to Ranger history. And every once in a while, I'll stumble across some obscure thing that I've just never heard or never seen or something. And he'll, he's my, he's like the first person I'll show it to. And he'll be like, Oh, yeah, I've seen that. It's 1942. Or the Rangers took on the Detroit Red Wings yeah, at the, you know, Madison Square Garden. The game, and it'd be like, The game started at 742 because the shovels broke down and the, uh, you know, they couldn't get on the ice on time. And the, and the uh, Red Wings coach had diverticulitis and, you know, <laughs> You yeah. launch into this old thing. And I came across some old f footage. I edited it down. I said, you know, I'll even come up with a theme song for you, Sean. You know, I don't know what it could be. I'm sure these guys could think of it. Yes, and Mario's right. You'll get a gift certificate to my chair emporium. And a Nat Sherman cigar. And a Nat Sherman cigar. Yeah, Costa's got a job. He's always got these hooky-falooky jobs, like, 
you know, it lasts like three months and he's gone. You know, he, so he, he, look, he work, he work, he works hard for his hard earned money. Look, he's got it. He's out there working. Yeah. Ah, well, we definitely people. I met a couple uh, Sean McCaff friends there. I met uh, Hank or Henry Indicator, as he's known on Facebook. I got to talk yep, to that Henry guy. Indictor. He's the he's the guy that recognized me on the streets of New York. Really, you will recognize. Yeah. yeah, Jen and I were going to a game one night, and we're walking up Seventh uh, Avenue, and he goes walking by. He goes, "Hey, aren't you Jim from the Blue Shirt Underground?" And, yes, I am. Wow. So. Yeah, it was good to see him, and uh, the, the Matt Morello also there. The Johnerts, of course, and it was great, great turnout. Uh, I couldn't couldn't be happier, and and uh, I've got some video that, that it's just awesome, a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I I talked to Jim about this video with some of it, and and listen, I, God bless, God bless, and and I'm not criticizing anybody. I'm just saying if I were out there as a Nah, I'm trying to think what team I actually like. Like I, a, a brute. Like I've always liked the Bruins, the original six, Blackhawks, whatever. I would look at this and go, "What the? Did they just win the Stanley Cup? I mean, these people got to calm down." But because you are part of us and an extension of us, and we all shared the love together, it was excellent. It, yeah, excellent it's the celebration. You know, it, it's the group mentality that just. You know, there's there was there was a lot of frustration at the bar because it, it wasn't a great game. I mean, there's there's the only thing great about it was Igor Shosturkin who saved their bacon a hundred times in that game, and uh, you know, but it all builds up and everybody wants to celebrate together. You know, some of those some of those guys never get to see the Rangers live, and you know, for them this is as close as it gets. So, you know, it's always nice to be surrounded by the by the brethren and sisthren. And the uh, and the uh, gender fluidrin of the BSU, oh. and uh, you know, so it's a it's a huge celebration when they win, no matter how it comes down. Definito burrito. It was. Uh, I mean, you want to go to the clips now and look at it, or sure, we could we could do that. Well, here's one of them. The other one's long. I was thinking about just kind of letting it close out the show because it's kind of the. It's like the last eight minutes leading up to the goal that one leading up to the overtime goal. But there's some funny moments in it. Like, like you can see, I, I, I readjust the, the iPad and we get a better view, but there's some, there's some funny Costa moments in there where he's just yelling in strange tongues. And, and, and there's people like walking up to Costa on the video and they're kind of giving him the Derek Stepan relax type thing. And then, and then Megan, when the Rangers get the power play in overtime, you see Megan come up because she was confused about how the, the the overtime power play works because it's only three on three. So it was kind of cute. I'm explaining to her how, how that works, and and then and and then you know the the celebration, the, the whole. But the so that's kind of a long video. But I do have here. Let's let's do this. Quite the celebration. Yes. Then we got the goal song going on the speaker. There's Tana. Look at these. Guys. Oh! 
But I, I loved I loved just hearing the crowd erupt because obviously you can only see, you know, about eight to ten people in that video just because of the view. But I mean, there's 60 people in the bar and the whole place just goes nuts. It was great. It was yes. great. It was almost just like being at the game when the whole kind of crowd just kind of erupts. Right. It had that kind of feel, which was great. Um so yeah, was, like Jen said, she you you would have thought we want a playoff round. Right. Yes. I uh I definitely had that feeling. And um I'm Look, it's a every- big deal. You come out, you know, we, we want everybody to have a good time, and part of that is we want to win the game. I totally agree. I mean, uh, and I'm glad they did it. And, uh, you know, another one in the books. I'm sorry. So I'm, uh, I got to see some guy, a lot of people that I've never met before, which is always good. And Sweet Lou won the Adam Fox jersey. Yes. Attending his first viewing party. And it's funny because the, before the uh, the viewing party even began, I, I was talking to Sweet Lou, and Lou was telling me how he really likes the show. He's so glad he found us, and he he has uh, put. I mean, he has uh, been a Ranger fan. What did he say? Since '68, something 60, like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And I was like, "Wow, he's a little man. bit older than Eddie and I." Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. He's, and I appreciate those guys because anytime I could learn about the Rangers or, you know, you know, he was rattling off the, you know, the uh, rod ceiling, uh, Jimmy Nielsen pairing, I think, on defense, you know, like he right. was. A, and well, couldn't have been a nicer guy. And, and then he wins the Fox jersey, that son of a bitch. Right. And then he's all of a sudden, I'm going to give it to my daughter. He's even a nicer guy. He's giving a Fox right. jersey to his daughter. And then he won something else, and he get, and he said, "Give that to somebody else." Yes, he shared the love. Yes, and if I'm not mistaken, Lou said he only recently found the show, right? Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. think Where he's a long time listener. Right? No, if, he, if he's I remember a, a, a recent guy, and I gotta say, Mario, you're right. And you and Patty Duke are part of that community. You 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 basically been with us since the beginning. And uh, you guys are uh, are are just uh, amazing people. Now I have not met Patty Duke in person, but I could tell she's a horse lover, so she can't be all bad. Right? And Jen's a big horse person. My brother is a big horse. Well, let's leave him out of it. He's a little bit of a schmo, but uh, you know, listen, my brother, good guy. I'm only kidding. So we missed him on Saturday. Who? Your brother. I don't know. He's always doing something stupid. Oh, I'm line dancing tonight. Uh, it's always some ridiculous activity he's doing. And plus, there was no, you know, Cam Talbot incentive, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he's all right. He's a good guy. So, uh, Frankie wants to talk about last night. Isn't that the name of a movie? Let's talk about last night. About last night. Well, I will, you want me to talk? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. It's not like we have any structure on this program. <clears throat> but uh, I liked what I saw. I'm going to tell you, forward-wise, the forwards had it in sync last night. Now They did. And can I tell you something? 
let me let me let me ask you a question. We'll get we'll get like I want to hit you up with a question here. All right. We're always we're always making fun of Gallant with these line changes and and the forwards moving around, right? But the fourth line of of Goodrow and VZ and Mott. Now they appear to be that appears that group appears to be set settled. They play well. They're not a they're not a they're not a a heavy fourth line. What I would call a heavy fourth line. They're more a speed fourth line. But they are checking fourth line. They're gonna go, they're gonna give you what for, but they're not gonna they're not gonna punish anybody. That, right. Not but they are they are effective. And they Definitely. did play they're playing very well. And I think it was maybe the Pittsburgh game that for a good portion of that game, they were the best line. Is it possible that in in this mad genius's head, are there not maybe there aren't going to be line combinations? Maybe he's just going to constantly mix and match these forwards uh, all game, every game. Nothing. I don't agree with stone. that. I don't agree with it. But you I'm might not be saying right. I agree with it or not. It just seems to be where we're headed. This guy, that kid line isn't set though. It isn't. They don't Kako score. was out there. Kako was out there for a little while. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was last night or the Buffalo game. He's out there with Kreider for a while because my daughter was here and she's always very cognizant of when Kako's on the ice. So she's always pointing out, and she even pointed out to me at one point, how come Kako's on the ice? And it wasn't a penalty kill, which Kako was doing a little bit of. She pointed out that he was out there with, with different line mates. I, I'm just wondering if he's just mixing these guys up constantly. I mean, maybe this is his grand plan. No. Nobody knows who's going to play. Maybe I, there maybe no that's plan. a way to avoid matchups. I don't know. No, I I don't give him that much credit. I mean, you he don't give him that much game. credit. I don't know. Four games ago, just... he says, "I love to I love to switch lines. I've always switched lines. I always juggle the lines. This is <laughs> what saying, I do. Like it was a badge of courage." And I'm like, "Hey, dummy, <laughs> keep get the right combinations." Don't panic and go with the guy who's hot during the game. I don't believe in that. Especially when you've got so much talent on the team. Now, of I course, agree, they Jeff keep Drexler. the fourth line together because the, the, where else are they going to play? They're fourth liners. Well, yeah, but but let's be honest. We've seen Barkley Goodrow on every line. We've seen Jimmy Vesey on every line. But now, apparently, they're, they're, they're set in as the fourth line. It's because and, uh, the by the way, Jeff Drexler was good. Anybody else? It was good to see you on Saturday too, my friend. Thank you, for, thank you for coming out. Who came? Uh, on maybe down? the maybe the best fourth line since Dom Moore, Brian Boyle, and uh, I, listen, it, let's wait to the playoffs before we, we let's start the stop the accolades. I mean, uh, granted, Jimmy Vesey, ten goals. What's Goodrow? He's got a, a close to ten. All right, Tyler Mott just got here. Christ, they got almost as goals, as much goals as Lafreniere and and freaking uh, uh, the, the other guy, uh, Kako. Kako. And uh, Heedle, he's going. Still- uh, he has been stuck on nineteen. You might as well play Hey Nineteen right now. I was just gonna say we should play Hey Nineteen because this guy's been stuck <laughs> on nineteen for like a hey month and 19. It's now, the Franklin. <laughs> now. I'm going to tell you, though, you guys are making some good points. I'm, I'm trying to see. Uh, 
uh, Frankie's making some good uh, some good points, but Messier. Now, uh, Messier called the game on the ESPN Plus last night. Did he? What did you? What did we think of Messier before I go ahead with this? I thought he was very good last night. Actually, I thought he uh, was very good. He's not. He's not the most boy. He's not. He's not a big personality. Yes, he's very. He's very dry. He's very monotone. But I do like the way, you know, he he does teach you something about the game. I feel like he tells you what the defensemen are supposed to be doing, what what's what's wrong, what went wrong on a play, why it went wrong, what what the defenseman could do to improve yeah. that. Even the goaltending, he he kind of breaks it down. I'm I'm fine with the messy. Right. I I I just I felt Steve like Levy. Was I was critical. pissed off at last night. I didn't want to hear any more of Steve Levy. Really. Fuck Steve Levy. Because you know what? Because you know what? He's a fucking sellout, Steve Levy. I remember him. I remember him on WFAN when he was like the fill-in guy back in 94. And he was so pro-Rangers. Because it was because they had Russ Salzburg on in the morning, and he was pro-Devils. And he even went on the air and said the Devils were going to win game seven. And then oh. Steve Levy was the pro Ranger guy in the afternoon. And now Levy last night, he couldn't wait for the Capitals to tie that fucking game last night. Willing, practically ah. willing them to win it. Messier, I like board. them. I do like Messier. I mean, uh, you know, I'm the first guy to I'm, I'm the first guy to criticize the broadcasting, but I'm okay with Messier. I Listen, like him better as, I know as, you as guys the color love guy him because of the cup. And I, I love him. I love him. Oh, they couldn't. They couldn't throw enough roses out of it last night for the cup. Okay, too. I'm just gonna give you my. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just gonna give you my strip. I've always been honest with you people. I felt there was way too much editor editorializing during this broadcast. They're talking about this and they're talking about the hit on Lindgren and the plays going on. Shot save, shot save. We're not calling the we're not calling the game here. Messier is. Uh, He's playing coach, the the Spangler Cup winner, the mustard, uh, the French's mustard cup. Every goal he's criticizing. <laughs> the, the Egon Spangler Cup. Ba ba ba. What? The Egon Spangler Cup. Yeah, the Egon Spangler Cup. I mean, I understand to do the analysis. You got to say, but he's obviously not polished at this job, which makes him appealing. Because he's not afraid of stepping on toes, right? And you know he's obviously pro ranger. You, you mean that oozes out of him? Yeah, I, I, no, I, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed his commentary. He was fine. Like I said, he's not, he's not a big personality guy. You know, right. he's, he's, and he's I feel like he holds back a little because cer- he's cerebral. Of what he's is, say. That the, is that the right word? He's very cerebral. He's very, very. Quiet. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, he is. It, you know, he's he's not a guy that's going to scream during you know when it's not necessary things like that. But Steve Levy, fuck him. Like he's I felt sellout. like he he Steve Levy. I felt like wasn't interested in calling the game. He just was wanting to hang out with Mark Messier and talk about New York. And he wanted to talk about nineteen ninety four. Yeah, that's what he wanted to do, and right. maybe that's why I got a little bit like I, I don't want to go down this road because I, I know everything. Right. Yeah, no, I, Mark, I know. Uh, you know, uh, but you know, listen, comparing it to Ray Ferraro, that's like you know, that's yeah. But I uh, see, I understand, I understand it a little bit from the ESPN standpoint because it's a national broadcast, 
and and they don't, you know, as Ranger fans watching MSG, 1994 is rammed down our throat on a nightly basis. Right. You know, look who's here. It's Stefan Mateau. Look who, you know, look, you know, he's, he's Stefan Mateau is here. Glenn Anderson is here. Uh, you know, we've got Ranger alumni and they're just all 1994 guys. It's rammed down our throat. But the average watcher who's just watching a national game, to them, it's, it's you know, it's a little less worn out. I would have asked him about. Oh, well, anyway, well, I don't. But I, I just felt like, and I think Sean's talking about. He was very cognizant of not stepping on toes because when he was talking about the, I don't know, Pittsburgh or the Capitals, I think it's the Capitals. They have a mentor week instead of the fathers and the, the fathers oh, yeah, coming he said in. It's they, the mentors. Yeah, they what, call it mentors. The, trip? the Mentos. The Mentos. <laughs> the trip. Mentos. I don't know what these idiots are. Why do we got to make everything fancy in this world? Just keep the fathers are coming. It's the mother's trip. The father's trip. Mentor. I don't get this. That's the caps anyway. Right. That's the caps. It's what they call it. Let them call it with it. So Messier goes, you know, now, now JD. Maybe there's, maybe there's some bastard children on the caps. They grew up without fathers, so they got to bring somebody else. You know, they got to bring the uncle or the third cousin. Maybe. Or the, or the librarian's brother. I don't know. So don't they don't want to offend nobody. I, again, that's, TJ that's, that's what you're dealing with. That's maybe t- PC. That's what you're dealing with. <laughs> maybe so TJ Oshie's a be, you know. They start calling it the mentors at the garden. I'm going to lose my shit right now. <laughs> All right, so they're talking about that. <clears throat> and I know JD would have put this in a funny twist, but again, Messi is not polished. He's talking about so uh Levy asks him about these nights, and he goes, Oh, it's a it's a lot of fun, Messier says. And he says that that they get treated first class, they get uh they they indulge in the spirits in, right. in, in drinking this. Who uses that word? Spirits. He couldn't just say booze or I don't know that you know or drink. Like JD would have been like, oh boy, you know, you know what he would have said. He would have made it funny, but I understand Messi. He still Messi. might have used. See, I could see JD using the term spirits, but I still, but it just would have sounded funnier coming from JD. <laughs> Maybe I, I just think because Messier is not like a jovial guy, right? That from him it just sounds more. It, it just sounds more quaint, for lack of a better term. Oh yes. Well, oh, they're indulging happen. in I mean... adult beverages, Buffy. <laughs> Look at the mentors up there sipping brandy and and Hennigan out of their out of their snifters, right? <laughs> I give him a, a C. See, but I'm, uh, you know, I, I as a former uh, color and play-by-play broadcaster, both in high school and in college, uh, I'm a little bit harsh. I, I could see that uh, Michael Silvers, who's uh, uh, an announcer as well, um, you know, you take these things, uh, you, you, you're really critical. But listen, the guy, he held his own, and a lot of people like his insight. But- I do. I enjoy his insight. But I want to hear more. I mean, again, and he was right. I got to say, all the criticisms he made, he was absolutely correct. He wasn't inventing them. Right. You know, why the play broke down. So 
Maybe I'm being a little too harsh for his first time out. I mean, I just, you know, I, I enjoy hearing when, when, when something goes wrong and he's showing you what the defense does and says, you know, what a defenseman wants to do here is, you know, whatever, turn his hips and, and take more of a, a different trajectory. I'm, I'm just making stuff up here. I'm not, par I'm paraphrasing, but you get what I'm saying. The way he, I, I like that because, you know, that's something that, you know, now I learned something. I'll look for that. You know, I learned nothing from, from Joe Micheletti. I learned nothing from him. Oh, no. And Steve Valaket, you know, I don't learn anything from him because he's just bogging me down with stats and bullshit. And, I, and Tom said uh, when uh, Levy asked him who the best goalie in New York was, you don't even hesitate. Right. Sorry, mess. Right. Well, who's the best team? He should have been like, what? The New York Rangers are. But, you know, again. Well, he did say when asked he thought the Rangers would win the Stanley Cup. He said that a couple of weeks ago. So he must have been high. Look, he knows where his bread is buttered. Yeah. All right. And then also that Fakakta Cartoon Network shit that went on. Did you watch any of that? Oh, people are so up in arms about this. Really? People are just going crazy. What's the big deal? My God. We had a cartoon Peter Puck. 50 years ago. Who cares? He's showing a whole game against a family or something. Oh, like, I mean, what was this? Something about grandma getting scored on or something? It, it was garbage. I mean, I tried to watch it. It was just so stupid. They're, they're, just, uh, they're interviewing Kuznetsov because he was benched in the animated version in lieu of some part <laughs> of that green family. Like it's a real game. And they're showing a real Kuznetsov saying, yeah, well, you know, so and so I thought I thought he was benched in the regular game. Then I'm watching, he's playing. I'm going, I'm real confused here. I don't know what reality I gotta live in, but I'm going back to the the, the ESPN plus. I can't deal with the Disney. <clears throat> but people are losing their shit. I ain't losing my shit. I'm just saying it was not for me. It's stuff people get crazy about it. What's the and you know what? It had the desired effect because here people are talking about it the next day, right? Yes. Love it or hate it. There's no such thing as bad publicity. So, well, what you know what? But who did they think if, that was going to appeal to? I don't. If it if it makes a couple of kids, if it turns them into Ranger fans, look, somebody's got to take over this show in 30, 40 years for us. I mean, maybe maybe it'd be maybe it was two kids watching those cartoons last night. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Here comes what? Matt Morello sweeping <laughs> from the top rope. Messier was awful in the booth last night. Wow. Oh, fuck Conor McGregor. Screw that guy. What? Uh, Messier loves him. He loves the UFC, uh, Mark. Wow. Matt Morales I can't stand the these. I can't rope. stand these fucking celebrities that show up for one game at MSG, get treated like, 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 uh, you know, like an all time Ranger fan with their free fucking jersey. I, I hate that shit. I don't like the kid from Stranger Things, but at least I know he's a fan. He is? Did you yes. say fan or something else? Fan. Uh, oh. Fan. Fanatic. Okay. Fanatic. <laughs> well, you know. At least I know he's a fan. And then Messi starts, sorry. Messi starts with the story about all the famous people that come. And he goes, I couldn't believe. I'm a big fan of Muhammad Ali. Oh, what I remember one night at the garden. I'm. I'm waiting to hear him tell a Muhammad Ali story. He goes, Howard Cosell was at the game. 
I go, he was so tickled to death that Howard Cosell was at the garden. I mean, I thought it was going to end with a Muhammad Ali story, but it didn't. You know, but uh, I was a little bit. Uh, and listen, I would have been excited for Howard. You know, I'm a big Howard fan. I'm a big uh, Colin Cosell fan. That's right. So I would love to see. Fading, fading, fading. That's right. Happy birthday, Jonathan Riggs. Ain't it his birthday too? Uh, today or yesterday? I don't know. One of these days. But he, yes, also celebrating a birthday. Fabulous, fabulous birthday, Sam. And uh, so getting back to the game, you want to hear my synopsis? No, let me hear your synopsis. because It's a very, very controversial game, apparently. Just a... Just your run of the mill five three win over the Caps on a on a Tuesday night, and the whole game was literally with controversy. First of all, Love Chicken wasn't in the game. I mean, Ovechkin, and nobody seemed to know why. He's giving up. He's giving up. Caps aren't making the playoffs. I'm done. He's (laughs) saving it for the run at Gretzky, huh? Saving Uh, his strength for next year. What he's doing for the big run. Um. And it is funny. He's giving up. I, I would if I was on that team. I mean, they look, they weren't very good. I mean, the Rangers kind of let them back into the game. And of course, we got goals from unknown idiots, second goal of the season, this the whole thing. Right. And so, by the way, there's the only celebrity fan that matters. Well, he's been to several games, so I give Dave's. him the cred. Uh, I give him credit, credit where it's due. He uh, did a nice video welcoming Patrick Kane to the Rangers as a fellow uh, oh, uh, Buffalo White. Has the Ranger hysteria from the uh, Ranger hysteria from the Ranger babies? Let's say like the Muppet babies, the, the Ranger babies. <laughs> the Muppet babies. <laughs> they're, they're just Ranger fans in little toddler clothes. <laughs> Somebody come up with a graphic for that. <laughs> Now that he's got four points and five gains. We off this shit. You see that shot last night? Holy yes. Manoli. Chris Campoli, Tyler Toffoli. That was some shot. Shot. So I I was. Who was the uh who's the other who's the guy from the Jets that used to be at the games all the time? Big uh, Nick uh Mangolo, Mangold. Oh, Nick Mangold. Mangold. Yes. Yeah. He was big. I think he was really into the Rangers too, but who knows now that he's not he's not getting tickets for free anymore. He was a, he was a good center, that guy. Good player. He was. He was. Jets, Jets always had like good centers, but then the rest of the team sucked. Yeah, well, Kevin. You think, you think Aaron Rodgers will be showing up at a Ranger game with a jersey on? Or is he gonna be sitting in the dark room? Just holding the Jets guy. hostage here. This stinks. I'll tell you, this stinks of Reggie White. Uh, he's coming. He said he wants to be a jet, whatever. Hey, uh, it's going to be a disaster no matter what happens. You people <laughs> never learn. People. This, I almost called FAN today and said, you know, this reminds <laughs> me of the time that I was with my podcast friends all gathered around for a ball popping. <laughs> yes, the Rangers are in the lottery. We're waiting for the ball. 
and boom, the New York Rangers get the first pick overall. Alexei Lafayette, give us the cup. Give us the cup. This is the greatest day in Rangers. Enjoy the day. Enjoy it. And then not so much. <laughs> so nothing is guaranteed in any sport. Uh, if you think this is a guaranteed Super Bowl, you're out of your mind. Uh, there are no guarantees. <clears throat> yes, he's going to play. Yes, is he automatically the best quarterback whoever laced it up for the Jets? Yes. He even beats Joe Willie. There's a controversy on whether what number he's going to take, whatever. That's enough Jet talk. But please, just prepare for impact. Impact is imminent. And um, <laughs> I can't, ex- uh, you know, it's hard for me to get excited. Now, but going back to the Ranger game, I feel like, Jim, I think, and how did you guys feel? I thought for two-thirds of that game, and I would say about a little bit more. I mean, the Rangers faded at the end. But I saw forward progress. This Signs way. of what they not, could be. Not this east-west bullshit. I saw right. a lot it, of this. It, it was definitely hockey. It was definitely one of the one of their better better games uh, that we've seen lately over the last, I guess, month. Ever since that um, that Calgary game, I, um, was it the Calgary Calgary game, I think broke the streak. Uh, it was probably one of their better efforts. They did let their foot off the gas a little bit down the stretch. And uh but and they won. I think think another I thought the uh, an underrated story. I thought Darcy Kemper really made a lot of good saves that really were uh like I mean the game could have been like 9-3, you know, whatever. I mean, like really show-stopping saves in that game. And I think that kind of went under the radar a little bit. And let's face it, Chess Sturkin played pretty well, too. I mean, uh, that glove save he made late late, late in the, in the third period. Um, How about the way the Rangers su- sought retribution on Tom Wilson all night long? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, they, they chirped at him. I mean, you know. It's not like they have a heavyweight. Good throw. And, oh, you mean like as far as from two years ago? I mean, I I'm think being that's... sarcastic. Okay. Well, I mean, there was a little incident in Goodrow when uh... the guy single-handedly reshaped this franchise and nobody's done shit to this guy. <laughs> single-handedly shaped gotta... the, reshaped the course of a franchise. <laughs> and just me just brought exactly what I was going to say. What's that song, uh, uh, 20th Love Affair? What's that song called? 65 Love Affair? The yeah. Paul Davis? Paul yeah. Davis? Yeah. Why don't you play that? Because there's a love affair going on with this coach and Nico Mikula. Well, I just I just think that no! with Lingren out, I, I just think that with Lingren out, everybody else's roles have changed. I mean, they got to get I mean, Lingren is the heart and soul of this team right now. Everybody, everybody looks out of sorts except for except for Truba. Everybody, Adam Fox 
looks very, very what's, what's the word you like to use? Pedestrian. He Get looks very pedestrian with. without Get because he doesn't. With. He does, he has no comfort level without his partner. Miko Miko is getting 18, 20 minutes a night. They got to get lingering back. Mikola away from Adam Fox. Sorry. Five on three. Mikolo's out there. Mikolo. Mikolo, Nicolo, whatever his name is. Piccolo, Piccolo. (laughs) Brian Piccolo. Brian Piccolo's (laughs) out there. I understand they're strapped for. I now know why those guys in the minors are all pissed off. This guy schmuck comes from nowhere, and now he gets major minutes and 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 crucial, crucial. And you're right, Jim. You're right. This shows you how much Ryan Lindgren means to this team because Keandre Miller stinks now. Uh, uh, Schneider has not been the same. He has everybody on the defense same. except Truba looks affected. Right, I agree with and, you. And. And I don't, and I don't care what anybody says about about it, about his contract. Fuck his contract because that's got nothing to do with me. Jacob Truba has been an absolute fucking beast since he threw that helmet throw. Does he make the occasional mistake? Yes, he does. They all do. He got off to a bad start. He's been a fucking beast since the look helmet at, throw. Look at he the backed hits. it up. Look he at the block shots. He's up there, if not the leader in that among the defensemen. He is ex- exactly what I want in a captain. Uh, he, I mean, is he, you know, he got it. Like I said, there's an adjustment period for everything. I'm not saying he looked awful in the first, but Keandre Miller, who, you know, I have been promoting to know against all naysayers. This kid is all screwed up in the head. I don't know what it is. He gets knocked off the puck like he's not even there. He stunk even before Lindgren went down. He was on the down. T- and I don't know. It's been about a month for him. He's been bad. He's been bad. Head screwed up in the head right now. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know. I don't like this Mikola. I do not like him. I do and the coach has got a 65 love affair with him. He they love they love the size. Truba but, should be everybody's vote for the Stephen McDonald award. I'm hearing other. How about Jimmy VC? Yeah, you want to vote for Jimmy VC? I got no problem with that. Huh? By the That's way, I got? I'll give you a Jacob Truba leads the team in hits. No surprise there, right? Mm-hmm. Who's second on the team in hits right now? Uh, no peeking in the chat room. Who's second on this team in hits? I, I have no idea. Take a guess. Right, Take a uh, while, good guess. Girl. No. Uh, VZ. Vinny Trocek. Wow. <laughs> wow. People are out of Lafreniere. Another guy, fans love to hate on him because of his contract. The guy's been nothing. He's been everything we wanted. He's exactly what we needed and what we wanted. You know? But uh, the defense, with that Ryan Lindgren injury, which is day to day, what day? 
What day? <laughs> right. New Year's, New Year's, New Year's day. day to Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> Thanksgiving Day. I mean, come right. on. St. Smithens Day. He's in practice. He's in full contact. Oh, everybody watching what color jersey he's wearing. Oh, yeah. Joe. <laughs> Get the butt with this ridiculous. Just tell me he's out. I don't even I don't want to be teased. <clears throat> and I, I know we were talking about last night's game, but since we're talking about Trocek, how about him on Malkin the other night in that Penguins game? Oh, yeah. Even Larry Brooks said Trocek did a great job against one of the biggest whiners in the sport. Oh, hey, listen. I had beef with La- dancing Larry Brooks when he said that the Rangers might not be the best team in the metro area or the con- uh, the division, which, come on, please, put it back in your pants, Larry, okay? <laughs> I know you're trying to bait me as a Ranger oh, fan. Everybody got all up in arms about that, too. Oh, yeah. Well, he baited me, too. I got to admit it. At that moment when he said it, was he wrong? At that moment, was he wrong? The Rangers are better than the Islanders. That's... Sorry. Overall, second get get to the playoffs, seven game series, top to bottom. Yes, Rangers are better, but at the moment, I don't think he was all that wrong. Eh, I know everybody. Everybody, I know. Who cares? Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. What am I supposed to do with this assessment? Larry Brooks thinks that it. good. I don't, Larry. There's there's 40 people in this chat room whose opinion that means more to me than you. So shut the fuck up, you idiot. Don't try to bait me because you did. <clears throat> so Trocek did a great job on Malkin the other night. Blasted him, and then took a and took a took a dirty cross check back, and then went back after him and got him back again. Yeah, so, I mean, and let me and, and you're right. I never really hate. I mean, the hate for Sidney Crosby has subsided because he's mellowed with age. Even like Ovechkin. Let's used to take cheap shots. He was a cheap shot artist. Uh, and he was very physical. But now in his decline, not declining days, but his later days, is a, they've kind of kind of gotten away from that. But Malkin is a big mush mouthed Herman Munster looking complainer, whiner, bitch. I can't stand that guy. And the fact that Goodrow was giving him the what for and the whole business, that's that's aces in my book. And that's why I wear a Barkley Goodrow shirt on the, my back. I hate Malkin. He's dirty. He's terrible. <laughs> Come on. Is he mad? Why is he a crybaby? I don't see him crying. I heard he's a. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what it is. Maybe because these guys are winding their careers up, I, I give him a little bit longer leash. But Malkin is. I hate. I think Malkin. Crosby. I think Crosby has matured somewhat. Uh oh. What? They're gonna come after you? I don't think he's as bad as he used to be. That's what I think. I don't think so. I mean, it was bad at first. Even Penguin fans, I I knew, would admit the first five years it was bad. I don't think he's as bad as he used to be. All right. So, I mean, I'm, the Pittsburgh game, uh, you know, Tristan Jerry. And, boy, that Chris Letang, he can make a career off the Rangers. 
<laughs> like mo- like all these guys. Like a lot of players. Like a lot of players. It's like I was like, is Chris Letang playing? He really hasn't made. He he hasn't been like he w- wasn't noticeable the whole game, really. And I was like, is he playing? And I turn around, my friend Tony goes, yeah, I bet you he gets the overtime goal. And that's what happened. Oh, well, I mean, that game game was over the minute Panarin went in the box. And it was a bad, stupid penalty. Let's talk about that. That was a terrible penalty. Terrible, terrible, awful, selfish. Yes. You know, I absolutely love to watch him play. He is all-world talent. But he is a first-class bonehead at times. He is a first-class bonehead. Head case. I don't even think it has to do with. I've seen. I, I, you know, I'm gonna (sighs) reference myself as a player, but I played with people way back when I was like mobile. Um, there were certain finesse players that if you went around them, they slashed you. If you, if you. You did something to make them look embarrassed or whatever. They retaliated with either a, ch- a cross check or something stupid because right. they they felt that they were one-upped. And I think it's a selfish because you got to be always in that space about the team. You can't be about yourself. And once he took that penalty, I was cursing him up and down. I don't care how great he plays in the games before or after. In that moment, that was a selfish, dumb, stupid <clears throat> penalty. Yeah, I mean, you know, aside from the penalties, which he does take quite a few of, he makes he also makes some bonehead plays sometimes. But I, I mean, you know, you gotta take the bad with the with the good. Okay. He's uh I mean, he's got all the talent in the world, but uh, all the tool. What did what did Theo Fleury say? All the tools, no toolbox. Yes. <laughs> no, Rock. We've done with the Crosby and Malkin show, but well, and in that game, this will be a perfect segue. Uh, now we remember our old pal Joey Wagner. Remember Joey Jerkoff, Jerk Joey Jerkwater, whatever we were calling him back then. How he hates Jacob Truba. He thinks Jacob Truba is dirty. The fact that Jacob Truba, hey, there he is, Joey. Joey feels that George Paros, a former goon enforcer, lets all these dirty plays go. He's now in charge of, uh, I don't know. NHL retribution or whatever the hell they call that crap. Um, Beavis, too. Show him a capital. Well, Truba laid out Nylander uh, big time. And it's funny because I was mentioning to my friend, mom, when I was watching the game, I go, you know, I wish Truba, when these games are very uh, not eventful, they're kind of in a space where it's just no ex- no excitement or no, just a lull, that one of these hits by Truba really could spark him, and boom, he did it. Right. I look like a genius for the first time in my life. <laughs> and uh, so 
And 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 uh, so we, I got the clip of the reaction of he's doing the Joey Wagner, uh, the troglodyte, as the black hearted crow. My good friend has uh, dubbed him. Let's uh, see what he had to say, and then Jim could. Ch- you still have those pictures you sent me on the the Facebook there of his. Uh... Uh, do I? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that that, that yeah. bit. We can get into that <laughs> if you want, but. Oh, the Giants have released Galladay. That's a shot. Oh, oh, Joe, who's gonna who's gonna catch those three passes next year? Odell Beckham. <laughs> okay, let's get back all to right. the hockey. Let's first of all, as you know, the last time in the chapter of Joey Wagner, this guy's got six hundred windows going. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what's going on with his podcast. It's his it's literally show. worse than MSNBC. It is. It's. It, it, I don't know what the, yeah, you're right. MSM. All it's missing is a stock ticker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, this has not been edited at all. Uh, love Ted Knight. Hello, so let's see. <laughs> uh, here is the Joey Wagner reaction to Truba versus Nylander. Four minutes to go, period two. Oh, mercy. Nylander got lit up at the blue line by Jacob Truba. Penalty coming, and here comes the tussle. Oh, uh, can you pause this? Do you have the ability to pause this? Yeah. I, can, I can't because it's your video. Okay. I can pause my video. First of all, tussle and here comes the penalty but guess what the penalty was on pittsburgh yep the tussle here comes the tussle 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 might be might be worse than a dosi doe and away they go like even bill bill pito looked at her tussle and said that's really (laughs) (laughs) i'm a calf man you guys it looks like he lives in Big Green City with the fucking hockey. Is, is that the, oh, is that yeah, the uh, animation yeah. of hockey? All right, so let's see. We got we, what do we got? Subscribe. We got, <laughs> we got Cash App, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. What else has he got? Go- oh wait, I could do this. What else is he got going on? Thank you. PayPal. I mean, he's still using PayPal. PayPal. He's got a discount for SeatGeek. Who is putting him in for SeatGeek? <laughs> he really does look like Cutsy's long lost brother. No, no. Cutsy's much more handsome. Is he? Uh, all right, hit play. You expect anything else? It's Jacob Truba. You expect hey, anything hey. else? It's Jacob Truba. Oh, my God. I got to put the old mercy again. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. And now I can't control shit. Here, wait. Three, four minutes to go, period two. Oh, mercy. Oh, mercy. Oh, oh, mercy, mercy me. (laughs) Oh, things ain't what they used to be. No, no. He is a fucking idiot. Now I can't get it to do anything. Can you play it again? I I can't. I'm out of control. 
Meanlander got lit up at the blue line by Jacob Truba. Penalty coming. And here yeah, against comes you, the you jerk off. You the booze. You expect anything else? It's Jacob Truba. I'm out of here, hey, Mom. <laughs> so this Sorry. kid. And he's insisting that this is a chicken wing, like it's Bob Backlund, like this is using the chicken wing. <laughs> All Truba is doing is following through with his elbow, with his shoulder, rather. I mean, you see, it's clear. How come these guys, how many times? Oh, here's another one. Look at this. Jim is trolling him. <laughs> now, as soon as Jacob Truba lays that hit, this is the first thing I do. I immediately go to see if this bozo is live streaming. And sure enough, there he is. And I go in there and I can't, for some reason, I can't blow this up any bigger. Uh, so I don't said. know how, I don't, right. I don't know how well you can see this. There's no, uh, there's no way to zoom. But I said, uh, oh, wait, I lost it. Hang on. There we go. So I said, so they were chanting Truba sucks. I said, Truba sucks. What clowns. And then I said, there's a cross check on Heedle. There's a typical pens, cheap shot artists. <laughs> he, he, he doesn't read. He doesn't read comments during his live stream. Though. Nah, it's too much for him. I see him. He <laughs> looked down in between. Yeah, he, but then I thought, Oh, Oh, this is Eddie's video. Hold up. Then he's got this thing. Oh, I wish you could <laughs> blow this one up. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're getting there. You can't. You, I don't know if you can. You see that? That uh, wall, I can't, though? Uh, it, working. You can read it. I think people understand what you're saying. Working at Moore and, Ele, and Elroy Elementary part time for $200 a day cannot get permanent position. Currently taking care of dad, uncle, and grandma. Looking for permanent teaching position in Pittsburgh. Joey's fund for a doctorate degree in education. His goal is... His, I'm sorry, this is terrible. His goal is $40,000. Currently... Zero point. Zero. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. How much? Zero point. Zero. <laughs> now, I mean, it's nice that the kid's taking care of it, you know, whatever he's doing. But instead of doing these Joey Jerkoff shows, why doesn't he get a second job? I, I got to fund his education. Where would they right. want to fund my education? Right. You got time for all these YouTube shows. You're so busy taking care of dad and grandma and your cousin's brother and your uncle's father and. And, uh, you know, the, the, the guy at the quick stops, brothers, sisters, you know, cousin. Yeah, yeah. I have a job. I was I'm passed over. For... I could have done, done things. You know what we should do? We should cash app him a quarter from the BSU show just to see if the ticker changes. <laughs> just to see if it changes from, from 0. 0. 0.0. And then you'll hear. <laughs> and then it says 25 cents. Macedonia with a great question. In what world can you get a doctorate degree for forty thousand dollars? 
I have no idea what that cost. So that number sounded okay to me, but I don't know for forty grand. He's gonna take that money and he's gonna build another studio and get another window. He's got every cash app on there. He's got practically. He's got fucking PayPal. I haven't PayPal'd somebody since nineteen ninety nine. Where's he gonna go? I don't know this thing. Zero point zero. I don't want to hate on the kid, but I do because he's. He, I just can't. His takes are so slanted, and then the one time we invaded his chat room, how dare he respond to our trolling by saying how how many cups of the Rangers have won in the last twenty years? Uh, so, yes. Zook is in the back, and Zook is crying for my attention. And a lot of the stuff he's and a lot of the stuff he posts on YouTube is stolen. He just steals stuff from other people and posts it in his on his YouTube. I mean, I kind of feel bad. I didn't know that that, that whole spiel with his grandma and his dad and his lost dog and his whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that guy could be a total straight up ripoff artist, right? I don't know. And I feel like that guy has some like. And I, I asked my wife. He's on YouTube twelve hours a day. Go get a job. Exactly. Cutsy, Cutsy works a job. Costa works a job. I work a job. Go get a job. Stop begging for money. Get a job, sir. Get a I'm fucking cup in your hand all day long. I don't know. And also, just to wrap up the that whole Joey Wagner crap. There's a guy there with him. That's you didn't know. Watch the. I didn't put it on the whole video because it's just insane to watch. And he's not that bad. Like as a play-by-play guy, he copies Emrick's, which I know will turn off three quarters of this fan base. But he's not that bad as a play-by-play guy. He really isn't. He doesn't really tell you where the puck is. You know, he says near side, far side. I can't see. You know what you're watching. But anyway. Right, moving left to right on your radio, as Bob right. Papa likes to say. And, yes, he does that, which is funny. And uh, but he also <laughs> uh, he's got a guy there that like tries to stay. I guess he comes over for the. Now the only thing I can think of live streaming yourself calling a game is have going to somebody's house to watch somebody live stream calling. So this guy must be real another winner. Why can't he chip in and fund right. the? Uh, the forty, what was it, four hundred thousand dollars for a doctor? The forty thousand dollar doctorate degree. I don't know. Doctor kill patient. Doctor kill patient. So, and I just hate. Listen, I know you got uh, some stepdaughters there that are Penguins fans. The whole thing, but I really don't like Pittsburgh Penguin fans. Uh, they they're lower on the rung than the Islanders, the Devils, and then you got. Right now, Carolina, I hate their fans because I've experienced that firsthand and will be Jen, in Jen, Carolina in eight days. Jen's daughters aren't like those type of Penguins fans. Right. They're, their dad, their dad's not even like that. So he's, uh, you know, I, I you know, I, <laughs> their dad is not an asshole Penguins fan. Okay. I'm more of an asshole fan than any of them. <laughs> I really am. I mean, I really I wouldn't want to have you any other way. <laughs> you know. Um, uh, so on the 20th, I'll tell you what, speaking of daughters, my daughter could be quite the trash talker like her father, too. Just, ah, 
don't know where she gets it. Jeff Drexler says his wife is from Pittsburgh and she's annoying. Now, the, 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 Jeff, let me ask you why I got you on the Pittsburgh. They don't they have a weird accent over there? They're like, oh, oh. It's not almost like, like Newfies. A, not an like, accent like Newfies. No, but it's like a Southern <laughs> California thing, like the California, you know, let's go to the Astrodome. <laughs> like, I don't know. It, it's a weird. Uh, Islander fans are pretty bad. I've made no comments about that so all right so we talked about the game uh, we talked about the uh, the the uh, i feel like the rangers defense when are we getting ryan lindgren back i think it's good and i think the forwards my, look pretty good uh by the way the one game we we didn't really touch on at all which was another bad game that they did win was the montreal game which oh they yeah. wanted a shootout but horrendous game horrendous and you didn't know, deserve they, to win. They didn't play. They're getting well. Points. You can play like that. You can play like that, and you can you can get away with it against Montreal. You can get away with it against Buffalo, and you'll sneak out a win. But you can't get away with it against Pittsburgh, and that's why they lost. Right. I mean, I'm all happy. Uh, joy, joy over here. They got two points, but it was a pitiful performance. Right. So you know, I know people are a lot of. Po- about all the winning and everything, but you got to evaluate the team. The team is in flux right now. Uh, and we did, I did I tell st- you, just to your point, there are times I watch this team and I'm just like, who are they beating in the first round of the playoffs? I, I think I said it, I think I said it Saturday before the game started I'm, I, to some of the people at the viewing party and they got on me. Oh, come on, come on. Can you honestly tell me that sometimes you watch this team and just think, yeah, they're getting the second round or the third round or the cup? And well, then there's I times where I watch them right. and I'm like, man, who can stop them? But, uh, you know, I certainly uh, agree with you. I think there's a perfect assessment. Um, getting back to the third line, let me just clear something up. And this is where Messier really, really nailed it home about the Rangers' third line. They're fantastic at working that puck down low. They're When they're going, they're fantastic at the cycle. But after that, they don't know what to do. They It's like nobody goes to the net. And when it does happen, they don't they, – they, don't really know what to do after the cycle and grind, which is great. But when you got guys on the fourth line creeping up on you on goals, why don't we just switch the fourth line for the third line? I mean, you know, they got to get more production. Now we got Heedle, Hey, 19 is 16 <laughs> games. I believe now since his last goal. Has it been that long? I, I saw it fly by in the chat. I cannot corroborate uh, I'm cannot confirm or deny. I'm looking it up. Let's if that's see. the truth, Frankie uh, said, Frankie Gallo. Yep, 16 games. Spot 16. On. So now you could play uh, Christine 16. You could play uh, 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 that, that Ringo Starr song. You're 16. You're beautiful. In She's your just 16 years old. Three, four. <laughs> Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Yep, sixteen games. Sixteen games. Yeah. 
and only and only five points in those sixteen games. And before that, he had he had what seven goals he in went four, nuts. five games. It was ridiculous. So what I'm saying is now, but Messi then followed up in the playoffs. And that's what it counts. That's when that line excelled, and that's what we're well, going to need. At least. Uh, well, <laughs> We have we have a very small sample size, but yes, that I mean they were very good in one playoffs, uh, oh, you know, got season, one postseason. Right, but I'm 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 just saying. We'll have to see if that's sustained. I don't like the fact that they're playing well, but nobody's putting any points on the board. Again, as I said last week, I am a results oriented fan. <laughs> so, uh. And I and I gotta tell you about uh, here comes the cat again. Uh, Zuccarello Zuki has now made her appearance again on TV. Um, cat, cat Zuccarello Austin. Cat. <laughs> Seizing. Uh, so I wanted to mention Tarasenko was fitting in nicely, and I gotta say I didn't realize how good of a passer this guy is. Starting to find some chemistry with Zabinijad, that's for sure. He is a terrific passer. I mean, I thought he was mostly a sniper. That's what I was kind of led to believe. Maybe early on in his career, that's what he was. But he's made some really slick passes. And, hey, keep it, give, keep giving it to Mika. He's putting the biscuit in the basket most nights. Two goals here, one goes there. Um, so... I've been pleased with him. I love the Kane shot. Uh, you know, uh, Kreider, uh, just in that Pittsburgh game, he's just missing open nets. I don't know how the hell he missed that. He just, I mean, again, I, 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 I don't know how the guy got 52 goals. He has no hands around the net. <laughs> All he does is tip pucks in. I mean, I don't know. He's got no finish. No finish. But hey, he's got four shorthanded goals this year, which apparently yeah, – And apparently that's like one up and then the league leaders. Doesn't that seem like a low amount? I don't know. Maybe – Yeah. It, no? Oh, yeah. And we have horrible puck luck, Jen. And anytime they go to Toronto, forget it. Forget it. Turn your TV off. Come back in five minutes because you know what happened. Uh-oh, Frankie being the mush here. Chris Thank Kreider you. is tied with uh, several other players for the league lead in shorthanded goals. He's tied with uh, Lafferty, JT Miller, Pedersen, Riley Smith, and Bo Horvat. They all have four shorthanded goals. Hey, and you know, He's on pace to do what he does. A lot of people thought maybe he'd have over 30 this year. That isn't going to happen. I don't think. I mean, you know, unless something crazy happens. What, do we got 14 games left? Something I like that? I think so, yeah. That sounds right. Um, cut a, cut a, the Leafs are done. I got tired. They're not even going to be contending. Didn't you lose? Uh, would you lose a defenseman over there? Uh, Morgan Riley or the, some some dope some dope. Leafs are cooked. 
Oh, anyway, so when, and then you see this McDavid kid. You, I mean, you see his stats are fucking ridiculous. How bad is Edmonton that they suck or they're mediocre? Yeah, you got you got the the uh, he's got 129 points. Leon Drysaddle's got 27 power play goals. That's just power play goals. 27. Unbelievable. Okay. O'Reilly. Ryan O'Reilly. I'm sorry. Yes. I mean, no, you're, you, I, you, you wonder with those two players, how do they ever lose? But yet they do. Got, and gl I'm glad they do because if they ever figure it out, they'd be unstoppable. But they can't figure out defensemen and goaltending. I mean, they've had the, I feel like they've had the number one overall pick 14 times. Them and the Devils. Yeah. I did not find the Kreider hit against Buffalo, honey. I, it was not in the recap that they played, that they posted on the, on the Rangers. That was a nice website. hit. Yeah, I don't I like to see Kreider do more of that. Just isn't in the cards. I mean, I mean, I'm feeling better. I felt like that when I saw some. Speaker Kreider. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go, no, go. No, I was just going to say, is it weird that he plays? I mean, I know he doesn't play with Zabinijad all the time because the mad genius is constantly moving the pieces. But is it weird that he plays most, a lot with Mika Zabinijad and only has 17 assists? He's never been an assist guy. <laughs> He's not an assist guy. He's not. He doesn't even, but he doesn't even like fall into them. <laughs> yeah, you would think just by accident. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, you'd think he'd, he'd stumble into some of them. He's Weird. never been in. What? Well, let's. I mean, let's talk about it. I mean, I Most mean, assists I, he's ever had is twenty-five. He had twenty-five last year. Hmm. Well, it's weird though. He's a he's a conundrum. <coughs> he really is. Excuse me. Wrapped in a riddle. Uh, I just can't. Uh, really. Uh, put, just. I don't know. Again, I think the Rangers are going in the right direction. Now, Jim, I wanted to ask you a question. I was uh, I was thinking about this. All right. Now, uh, we all know now that the social media is taking over and everybody's got an opinion, you know. Since you have been following the Rangers and the fans have been following the Rangers the, in this chat room, can you... Going all the way back to 1977. Okay. Since 1977, I'm going to ask you. The Rangers whipping boy, the, you know, the goat in the negative sense. Who do you think was the first goat? The one that people really would outwardly boo at the garden well that's that's a hard question for me to answer only because i mean from like going all the way back because you know when i go to the games i was seven eight nine you don't pay attention to those type of things but, but I, I mean i'm sure i can certainly remember now i i'll tell you this much we have db maven's been on the show and, and has talked about how the fans always used to pick on carol vadney and Emil Francis has told us about how the fans used to pick on Harry Howell because he wasn't physical. I do remember, I do remember the fans 
a lot when I would go to games in my teenage years. I remember Willie Huber often being a a target. Yes, that uh, was definitely a target because he was big and not physical. Right, Ranger fans do not like big guys who don't play big. Uh, I really Willie Huber's one I can I can definitely remember. Um. Jell Samuelson. Tripod. Guy. But see, um, Huber was supposed to be soft. He was an offensive defenseman. The late Wilhelm Huber. Right. But we, of course, thought he was going to be something he wasn't. And I, because I really feel it was the new millennium that it got really bad. Tom Pody. Michael Roosevelt. It's also gotten worse. I don't think it's it's all about social media. I also think it's gotten worse in the cap era because you are all because these players are now always measured versus their money. When you were 17, 18, 19 years old, did you have any idea how much any guy on the Rangers made? No, now you know, I mean, now the average fan can name you at least five players' salaries on the team. At least five, if not more. They know how much they know how much everybody on the first line makes. They know how much everybody on the second line makes. They know how much the defensemen making. They know how much the goaltenders are making. They know they know how much cap space there is. They know who has no moves, who has modified no moves. Who and I'm not just talking about Costa because we 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 kid him about it. The, the average fan knows a lot more about how much money a player is making than they used to, and they are measured against that money. I mean, we had what they, they used to call them you know, bonus babies. You know, you had these, you had, you only had a, a select number of guys who were making a lot of money in any sport. I mean, like, was it Catfish Hunter? Wasn't he the first guy to sign a million dollar contract? Yeah. I he, the, he was one of the first, right? I don't even remember who the first one was in hockey. And, you know, it's it, like but, I know Valerie Kamensky was a horrible signing, but I have no idea how much money he got because right. then it didn't matter. <clears throat> I know Bobby Holik was a horrible signing. <clears throat> uh, you know, but what I'm saying is where the fans, I mean, we've seen it. We've been doing this show 14 years. Every year there's a guy. I mean, and it, this it's, year, it's they've been winning the last two seasons. You know, it kind of gets bounced around. Ryan Reeves was completely hated by the end of last his tenure here. It's either the it's either the it's either the guy with the with the with the big money contract, or it's the guy whose only whose only fault was that the Rangers rushed them from draft pick to the guard nice, like Michael Delzato, you know who I still say was ruined by John Tortorella in front of 18,000 people at Madison Square Garden. He was never the same player after that. Jonathan Riggs is right about Peter Nedved catching a lot of shit. And I think he made a comment about it. And he's like, uh, you know, well, let's give you a lot of... Now what? That Peter Nedved wasn't that bad. No. I'm, no, oh, no I thought that's where you would go. No, no, no. I Peter Nedved, they had him. He was... Uh, the check line. Ranger. He's a two-time Ranger. Yes. But Peter Nedved's biggest problem 
was in his own locker room when he was a Ranger. Somebody didn't like Peter Nedved. And if that somebody didn't like you, <laughs> cough, <laughs> cough, Mike Gartner, cough, cough, out you go. Could it have been somebody we heard last night? <clears throat> yes, future head coach of the New York Rangers. Oh, God forbid. See, Sean's got, Sean's got, Sean's saying the exact same thing. Messier didn't like Nedved. Wasn't Messier's type of player. Well, I thought he was a good Ranger. I, I, but they booed him. Not just Messier wanted that. The fans would get on him. Uh, Peter Nedved had 149 goals in, wait a minute. Uh, yes, 149 goals in 478 games as a Ranger. Here's a bet. Had his best days in Pittsburgh. He yeah. was over a, his two years in Pittsburgh. He was a over a point a game player. Who will wind up with more career goals as a Ranger, Lafonniere or Peter Nedved? There you go. Place your bets, Lafonniere. Oh, you're still going with well, Laffy. Looked pretty good, and then he's mm. Laffy's going to be fine. Kako's going to be fine. Heedle's going to be fine. They're oh, all going to be God. fine. Mister Sixteen. Uh, again, the Rangers are in flux all around, and they're hopefully they're finding their way through this this slump. And uh, you know, but I don't believe in change. I, I I don't think there's any genius in Elmer Fudd switching the lines. To me, that's lazy, lazy coaching. Juggling the lines is the last resort. I don't like going with the hot hand and the one-game thing. Keep these guys together. Just, you know, when it works, it works, and keep it together. That's all I'm asking. But they sorely, and we said this earlier, Ryan Lindgren, I don't know, they got to find a way to keep this guy because this whole team falls apart when he's not there. What has he got, one year left on his contract after this year? I believe so. You got to find a way. Got to find a way. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, that's all I got to say about those games. Uh, that was a and, and Sean that that Nedved trade was a horrible trade all around. I mean, not just not just Valaket. That was when UC Markinen that trade with Edmonton. I think that worst the worst trade was for Zub when we traded away Zubov. Well, yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, but, we traded a Hall of Famer. What the fuck did we get back for that again? Never remember, remember that? Luke Robitaille and Ulf Samuelson. Is that who we got back? Yeah. Yes, sir. I mean, unbelievable. So... I would, I would rate that the... Third worst trade in in Ranger history. Hmm. What do you got? You got uh, you got the Rick Middleton deal. I would put Middleton first. Uh, and I and I still think that Mike Ridley and and Miller for Bob Carpenter. Yes. Very bad. I mean that that's horrible. I mean Mike. Th- those two guys went on to. 
not Hall of Fame years. careers, but they were solid NHL players for a lot of years. And Bobby Carpenter was like out of the league in two. And Bobby Carpenter was garbage until he went to the Devils and just became another checking forward. Yes. Rattel Park. I mean, you know, we could do this all day. But lately, the Rangers have been, you know, starting with the, the Ryan McDonough for Scott Gomez deal. We have the Ryan Strom. Who was the guy we gave uh, Edmonton in that deal? Ryan Spooner. Ryan Spooner. I mean, that was highway robbery. Broussard. When we get Zabinajad. And a draft pick. And a draft pick. And a draft pick. That's a bamboozling. A second round draft pick, if I remember correctly. Rick Nash. We trade him to Boston. We get, what did we get? Ryan Lindgren? Like five, between picks and players, we got five pieces back, I think. We got Rob O'Gara out of that. Yes. And uh, <laughs> who was the, uh, what the, uh, what, what was the other? Adam McQuaid, right? Right. Was Adam he McQuaid, in too? Yeah. Adam McQuaid? Yeah. Second round draft pick. Yes. And, uh, you know. So and Mika Zabinijad for Derek Broussard. So I don't want to hear about all this, uh, you know. Uh, I mean, Jury's done a fine job. I thought Gorton did a good job. You know, we, you know, maybe they those have days- made some. They have made some some excellent trades as well. Right, Matt Bolesky, who they sent down immediately. They just took <laughs> on his contract. I think. I think that was the deal. I mean, Mika was a steal. This guy is a superstar. So, I mean, that was just, you know, we have to deal with the occasional Broussard scoring against us. Uh, but other than that nuisance, you know, that's it. So, Adam McQuaid was not part of the Rick Nash deal. Oh. Chief uh, Lesky traded by the Bruins with a first-round draft pick, seventh-round draft pick, Ryan Lindgren and Ryan Spooner to the New York Rangers for Rick Nash who I believe played like 10 games for the Bruins and got another concussion. Yes, that was a swindle. Boy, Boston's really had a hard time recovering from that, haven't they? Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, if the Rangers made a trade like that, it would take them 10 years to get to recover from it. Boston Boston didn't even lose a step. You notice like <laughs> some of these teams, like the Bruins and the Penguins, they have players who take like team friendly deals, you know? Right. Have you ever remembered a Ranger taking a team friendly? I mean, is there any Ranger you could think of that took like a team friendly deal? There's been a few, but but I also understand that, you know, they pay so much higher tax money in New York. Zuccarello. Yeah, I think Zuccarello did. You're right. Krista Meat. You're right. You're right, White. You're right, White. So that's all I got, Jim. One hour and 30 minutes so of uninterrupted, entertaining New York Ranger chat. Like and subscribe to this channel. With no commercial breaks. No commercial breaks. But I heard today that uh, Pat McAfee. Pat McCormick? Pat McAfee is uh, is possibly bailing on his DraftKings deal. He's taken their 
sponsorship off his show and maybe headed for greener pastures. If DraftKings is looking for a new program, then we'll put you right up here, right up on the put you right up on the corner there, right next to our oh. logo. Bring that uh, DraftKings money. Uh, I don't know. I'm have to draw the line at that shit. I mean, I bet occasionally, obviously. Everybody else has sold their soul to gambling. We might as well. Um, might as well. If Wayne Gretzky if, sells it. DraftKings calls tomorrow and says $5 million. And for the next five years, you call it the, the DraftKings Blue Shirt Underground show. And, and, and the next episode, you and I will be in DraftKings t-shirts, DraftKings hats. I'm going to give you a lot of the week. We'll be dressed like Caesar, like, like J.P. Smoove. Yes. Well, the <laughs> we'll give 40 grand to Joey Wagner for his doctorate. And then. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> See, oh, you're a trash. Said, Hell yeah, sell out. <laughs> that's right. I don't know about that. But yeah, yeah, if they came with enough money. We'll take prop bets on the show. You could actually like bet on things that happened during the show. I was telling Jim <laughs> before the show started that a new hockey set out. It's called SP. Uh, uh, SP Authentic Legends. And um, they're not so much legends. So I'm trying to collect the Ranger set. The Ranger set includes David Shaw and Jan Halavik. I kid you not. But there is a autographed John Davidson card. And I want to get it for my friend right there. So I'm currently in a bidding war. I, a bidding war. So, Jim, you may have a John Davidson autograph card coming your way. Nice. If it gets too pricey, you're out. <laughs> if we had a sponsorship deal, I probably could afford it. So maybe we'll go to the gambling. Uh, so it, it's a really nice set. Like, the pictures are so cool. Like, they have a side angle of Davidson in net. It's so cool, the card. So, anyway... Uh, that's about all I have. Love me some JD. Oh, come on. Who doesn't love the guy? Uh, but uh, Jen says, Jen said, I just want, I said, because I'm talking about $5 million sponsorship. She says, I just want a pool. I said, for $5 million, I'll put the DraftKings logo at the bottom of our in-ground pool. That's right. Like that guy on the commercial that painted the Ranger logo at the bottom. Oh, yeah. He painted yeah. the pool every three years to repaint the DraftKings logo. To get the chat going just at the end, <laughs> and you as well. I don't know if you've talked about that. For nothing. Let me ask you this, guys. This was discussed at the viewing party. Okay. What do you think about the Danton Larry commercial? Look. I got no problem with Larry. I think Larry's a nice guy. I think he's, to me, he's he's never been anything but friendly. But that commercial is fucking disturbing. It literally looks like he is coming through the birth canal out of those people's couch. How come I didn't get that vibe when I saw it? <laughs> I didn't even go that deep. I when he that's the first thing I literally thought of when he comes out of that couch that's exactly what it looks like okay 
I mean, uh, how about if they would have pitched that me and you coming out as twins? <laughs> you now, see, now that now, now then you got yourself a commercial. Oh, okay. We're wearing onesies. <laughs> okay. Well, I wanted to get everybody's opinion because it seems like most people don't like it. I don't know if they just don't like Larry. They Stay don't like the, the commercial. I, I, I know. I know some. I, I know Larry has his detractors, and and that's fine. Some people don't. Uh, you know, whatever. They, uh, you know, it's fine. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Me, he's he's never been anything but nice to me and friendly. He's always and, been nice to me. And oh, uh, look, oh Jesus. Come I don't on. Think, I don't Come think on. I, dude, I don't think I I've seen that part. Maybe I'm just <laughs> I, I'm not gonna Matt Zenobia, you oh Lord. <laughs> Christ. Congratulations, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It's a 60-year-old bald Jewish guy. Put that back up. I've I, Matt Zenobia doesn't get it in Ohio, so he it's the first time he's seeing that. Wow, oh, you've never seen this commercial? Matt hasn't. I mean, yes, we would need it, a big couch for it's a couple sitting on their couch, and and literally Larry just pops out of the middle of the couch. Just like this, but and with the and, and I'm sorry, but the imagery of the way the cushions are. I mean, look at the look at the shape of the cushions here, people. I mean, look at this. Hey, it, yeah, it's it, it couldn't it could not be any more vaginal. Vagistat, like. <laughs> now, see, Jen, I disagree with you. I met the guy in a. Uh, he is a nice guy, and I don't find him creepy at all. And I did know him before he was bald. Uh, I've said that many times on the show. I was in uh, commented in the Ranger 100 greats. I was, I was asked the question what I thought about Dancing Larry, and he brings smiles to people's faces. So I don't really have a problem with him. Is he a jinx or anything like that? No, I think that's what stupid Ranger fans who chant Poffin sucks think. So uh, I've met, I've hung with Larry. I think he's a very unassuming guy uh, for a guy who is so extroverted when he does his bits. But uh, I'm going to have to revisit that commercial <laughs> and see what the hell's going on. I wonder uh, if um, let me take let me take a fast look at the Rangers YouTube and see if it's there. Let me take a fast look. True. Uh, Chris the Meat is making comment. Yes, I. Birth canals. I mean, you, you know what I did. I've done my lifestyle. I think my cat uh, is now fell asleep in the doorway. <laughs> these are all players. Let me see. I don't see any commercials. Hang on. I want other thing. Commercial. Speaking of birth canals, um, while you look for that, um, the Rangers used to air a commercial 
uh, mostly when they were on Manhattan Cable back in the day in the 70s for Plato's Retreat. <laughs> Plato's Retreat is also, uh, I think uh, somebody took um, Duguay there or Gilbert took Middleton to Plato's Retreat. Now, Plato's Retreat. I think Ron Duguay told, didn't Ron Duguay tell us that Gilbert took him there? Could be. Yeah, I think he did. Now, Plato's Retreat was a swingers club in the late 70s, 80s. And it apparently on Netflix, there's a documentary about Plato's Retreat. And I've got to watch this. I've got to watch this. Because this is such a, you know, of course, AIDS came along and completely destroyed that. And the guy, like, drives a taxi now, if somebody told me. The guy who owned Plato's Retreat didn't end up well. But uh, you want to check that on Netflix uh, if you're a little bit uh, – find out what the late 70s was all about in New York City. I think that's a good way to start. Speaking of birth canals, you'll never hear that transition again. Hang on. Got the commercial. He's got the commercial. See? I vamped on Plato's Retreat. And we've, uh, we've succeeded in our mission. But uh, <laughs> oh, here, here it is. Okay. I don't know. Order in. Watch the Rangers game. All right. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, my God. Let's just, let's just, let's just look at this for a second here. Right? I mean, come on. Excuse me, I'm coming through, folks. <laughs> How many takes you think that took? I don't know. I don't know. How many takes? I don't know. I just... So, what do you want to do tonight? I don't know. Order in. Watch the Rangers game. All right. Excuse me, excuse me. I'm coming through, folks. Wow. <laughs> wow. I don't think there's anything you can follow that with. <coughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> He's crowning. <laughs> that couch is 10 centimeters dilated. Unbelievable comment at the end. The comment of the night. A VC took a team friendly. Well, he was on a tryout. Well, his two his two year, uh, I guess the two year delete de de uh, deal that he signed. That was great. You got to see dancing Larry Crown on this show. <laughs> all right, have we said it all at this point? I think that's enough, Robin. I don't have any more. Click the bell. Subscribe to the show. We need more subscribers. Right, subscribe, Patreon. Subscribe. Too. Subscribe. Sign we up for you Patreon, www.patreon.com slash blue shirt underground. Sponsor the show a buck a month, 10 bucks a month, $20 a month, a hundred dollars a month. Dr. No, B no. will match it all. <laughs> no, I don't think he's doing that anymore. He wasn't oh. here tonight. I know I missed it. Dr. B now he'll, he'll, he'll send me a complaint that he didn't get the notification that the show was going to be on. There's uh -huh. like, <laughs> I mean, he's down. I never know he's going to be on. I mean, really, I mean, he's in Malaysia or whatever he is there, down there. 
Guam. In the Philippines. He wants uh, I don't even know if the communications work down there. The Rangers posted the Bobby Granger video yesterday, Howie. One of the commercials. The Rangers posted it. It was like a 20th anniversary or something. And he people were like, oh, those videos were so great. I'm like, no, they were fucking dumb. <laughs> they weren't bad. I mean, for the time. I guess. I don't know. I mean, Excuse who me. needs entertainment with Ranger-related stuff when you got us two? When us you got two. us. Us, us two buffoons. We're funnier and more creative than anything they're doing in that. Right, come commercials. on, and the people here. Come on. All right, be careful when you sit on your couch tonight, because you never know if Dan's and Larry's going to come popping out. <laughs> I'm going to have nightmares about that. <laughs> but guys, thanks for coming by and, and you know spending your Wednesday night with us. And uh, and like uh, somebody else said. What do we got, eight games against Pittsburgh coming up or something? Nice schedule. Two big games against Pittsburgh Thursday, Saturday, and it's another three games in four days for our New York Rangers as they will take on the Nashville Predators Sunday night. So these are some big games. Yeah. Got to get it done. Got to beat these Penguins. Definitely. You know, I'm, I just, as a side note, I, the Islanders are battling with the Pittsburgh. But I, I can't worry about the Islanders. I got to worry right. about the Rangers getting it straightened out. Right. Good night, everybody. Will. I'm going to put the long clip that we were going to play. I'm going to put it in the uh, – I'll put it up on the YouTube page later on so you can see the uh, – see, like, the last 10 minutes of the viewing party. All right. Thanks, everybody. We love you. Eddie, always a pleasure. Good night, um, everybody. Take care. Good night. Good night.